Hello. <coughs> Everybody. <laughs> Hi, everyone. <laughs> you just couldn't let me do that, could you? I was going to hold it for as long as I could. Yeah. Overachiever, you. Welcome to the Bookish Impulses Podcast. I am Kenny. I'm Yasinia. Let's dive on into the episode. Hey, everybody. I know it's been a while since you've heard our voices. And sadly, this episode, you still will not be hearing my beautiful wife. Um, it's just me. I promised you guys that I was going to be uh, doing another episode on Alice's Adventures in Wonderland. <clears throat> so I didn't read through the looking glass. I only read Alice's Adventures in Wonderland. So if you're looking for a review on Through the Looking Glass, just let me know. Um, find me on Litzy at Kenneth Tolls Jr. Or you can find me uh, Instagram, same thing, Kenneth Tolls Jr. Or on Twitter at the same thing, Kenneth Tolls Jr. I'm there. I'm Facebook also. I'm, I'm in all those places by my, by my real name. Um, so I'm going to do this one a little different. <clears throat> excuse me, then I did um, Oliver Twist because I felt like when I was looking at the Oliver Twist stuff, I was like, man, it, it kind of takes away from, you know, the the personal touch. You know what I'm saying? It, it, it just felt like I wasn't um, giving it my words. I instead was reading, you know, the summary from a website and yeah i just don't want to do that and so to keep it personal it may be a little shorter of an episode but you know that's fine um so alice's adventures in wonderland um it started off with alice and her sister um her sister was reading and alice was just kind of chilling there with her um, and then Alice starts to fall asleep and she spots the white rabbit or white hair, the March hair, um, running with a watch. And um, she decides to follow it because she's nosy. Um, she's she's really, really nosy, by the way. Um, it's not just me saying it. Um, she follows him because she's nosy or what they say is curious, I guess. And. Um, she goes through the rabbit hole and it leads her basically to Wonderland. Um, right away, you can see that Alice is going to be, you know, just a total mess when she gets inside of Wonderland because she immediately, you know, is upset because she can't go through the um, the little door. And so she drinks this potion that just it's just something sitting there that says drink me and she picks it up and, and drinks it. So she shrinks um, and she's able to go through. But um, she needs to get back big once she gets inside. So then she has to eat a piece of, I think, a mushroom 
I can't remember exactly what it was, but I think it was a mushroom. She has to eat a piece of it in order to grow big, but she eats the whole thing and becomes a giant. Because <laughs> uh, she didn't know that she was supposed to only eat a piece. She figures it out. Um, so, you know, continuing through the journey, you know, a couple of the highlights in the journey is when um, she meets the Hatter, of course, the the Mad Hatter. And the Mad Hatter is sitting there at the tea party with um, the March Hare and the Dormouse. Dormouse is sleeping because that's what the Dormouse does a lot. Um, the Mad Hatter is sitting there looking all weird, like scowly in the face. And the March Hare is sitting there with the Mad Hatter. So Alice walks in and she's kind of rude about how she just comes in and joins their tea party. And in, in British um, tradition, you know, you're if you're just intruding on somebody's tea time, that's rude, which is what she does. Um, however. The the March Hare is immediately rude to Alice as well. So it's like. You know, who's really rude here? Um, so the March Hare is like, nah, you ain't sitting with us. You feel me, fam? He ain't say it like that, but you get it. And then, um, <laughs> and then Alice is like, it's plenty of room at this table. I'm gonna come sit down. So Alice goes and she, and she grabs a seat anyway. So then when she grabs the seat, um, or as she's grabbing the seat, the Mad Hatter tells her that her hair needs to be cut. I guess he's saying that it's unkempt. I don't know. He's saying it needs to be cut. She finds that rude. But they've already discussed that she was being rude for just intruding. Um. So then you get to see a little bit into the concept of time in Wonderland, which um, in Wonderland, time is stuck in place. Um, it's one time for a very long time, like the year is here. So basically, um, Alice brings up the Mad Hatter's watch because it it doesn't show um, the time. It shows. What does it show? I don't remember what it shows. I think I don't remember what it shows, but um, <clears throat> the time stays the same. It's always tea time in Wonderland. It's always tea time. So that was the point. Um, and so basically the Mad Hatter compares it to um, our years. So time in Wonderland is like our years. It doesn't really change. So what's the point in observing it like that um, on a watch? And so, yeah, that's pretty much how that tea time ends. It's, it's really nothing much to it. Um, just clever, clever, rude conversation. So then another highlight would be, I would say, um, when Alice meets the queen of hearts, um, I did a whole paper on this book and Oliver twist, <clears throat> excuse me again. Um, so Alice so the so the Queen of Hearts was tyrannical. She was always um, having people decapitated for the smallest, insignificant, stupid things. So um, I don't remember exactly what this person was going to be decapitated for, but the Queen 
ordered the decapitation. Was it Alice? It might have been Alice. I'm not sure. Um, it's been a while. I'm sorry, guys. It's been a while, though. Um, it's a very short read if you want to read it, too. Just throwing that out there. It's short. Um, so the queen says, off with her head. And Alice goes, nonsense. So at that moment, you know, everybody's like, what? Did she just defy the queen? Because Alice, you know, she recognizes that the queen's army, like, they're all playing cards. That's all they are, they're playing cards. You can just knock them over. Um, so they, um, they decide that they're going to take Alice's head, or the queen decides they're going to take Alice's head, but Alice, instead of letting that happen, eats um, the mushroom and grows into a giant. And so now she's too big for them. But then she's banned. She's banished because she's too tall. She's over a certain height, so she can't be there anymore. So they kick her out. So then she leaves. Um, that was a basically, in my opinion, the two most important parts of the story. Because the book really is, um, to me, a satirical piece on um, the time in Britain. Which um, some people who are like purists will try to say that um, Dickens wasn't writing about, not Dickens, (laughs) Lewis Carroll wasn't writing about um, Queen Victoria, you know, as the Queen of Hearts, but I think he was. I personally believe that even if he wasn't writing about Victoria as the Queen of Hearts, he was writing about the monarchy as the Queen of Hearts, because he first of all, he was against, you know, a lot of what they what they preached. Um, And he was also like one of those people who was who was for um, uplifting the poor. So, you know, and then he was big on numbers. He was a mathematician. So all these things factor into the story in a satirical way because Wonderland is basically um, how Britain was to a child. That was his point. The story he wrote was for a real little girl named Alice. So Alice is actually a real person or was a real person that he knew that he had become friends with. Um, I don't know how far that went. I don't want to get into that. So I'm just going to leave it there. Um, (laughs) So he wrote this story for her and her sister. And so Wonderland was basically a a satire for Britain. Excuse me once again. My goodness, throat. I've been working. Um, I'm a voice actor. Um, I don't know if you guys knew that. I'm actually a voiceover artist. And I sit here in this booth all day <laughs> and I, um, I read books, audio books. I'm currently in the middle of a series right now of audio books that I have to do. I'm on book one and my throat is being ravaged, like ravaged. Is that a word? I don't even know. Then my brain gets scrambled after work and everything. So it's a little difficult for me right now, but just bear with me. Okay. Thank you guys. Um, so 
yeah, it was satire for that. And a lot of people don't believe it, but I do. I really do because there are too many connections you can make. Um, even in the sense of the Queen of Hearts' husband, the King of Hearts, <clears throat> the King of Hearts, he was meek, you know? He was quiet. <clears throat> My goodness. He was quiet. Um, the queen pretty much walked all over him. You know, the queen was just free to do what she wanted. And even though the king was like a little bit more hesitant than the queen was, he was still just backing her up. You know what I'm saying? And then if you look at like real world, <clears throat> there was Queen Victoria and she had, uh, bah, I don't remember her husband's name. Prince something. Uh, was that Albert? Was that Prince Albert? I'm not even sure. I'm not even sure. It's been so long now. Dang it. Um, you know what? I'll let you guys know in a future episode, uh, what the husband's name was, but I think Prince Albert. You know what? If you can bear with me for a second, I can actually Google it. Queen Victoria. Yeah, he was Prince Albert. So it was Prince Albert. I was right. Should have been more sure about myself. Darn it. Um, so, yeah, Prince Albert, he wasn't he was not quiet. He wasn't a quiet man. He wasn't meek and timid and afraid. But. He was a guy who didn't stop his wife from doing things that were uh, like a little exaggerated. Um, Victoria was. More um, bent on. Politics you know, and trying to control the political area of society so much that she neglected um, the poor people and the people who actually needed her to pay attention. So she ignored the social issues while focusing on the political issues. So the poor laws that she could have stopped were still in place and only getting worse. Um, and that's why Oliver Twist was a story because of the poor laws. So that's how those two books tie together. Um, so Oliver Twist was a kid who was an orphan, just to recap, who bounced around for a while, ended up in the end finding out that he was um, not, an, not really, you know, a bastard child. He was actually wealthy. Um, he had a wealthy family. Um, his his mother was gone, but he was. He, he he was he was somebody in society, you know, he was upper class, upper upper middle class, I guess I would say. Um, Alice. Was like a middle class child, upper middle class child in the real world, but then, well, in her little in her real world, which. Satirically in the book. Her real world was actually her home. And then Wonderland was outside of her home, which was Britain. Um, and upper middle class children in Britain in the time were sheltered from what Britain really was. So that was Alice. So when she walked into that world, it was just a nightmare. You know, she was curious about it because she had never been a part of it. But it was a nightmare. And that's how it would have been 
for the real life Alice back then had she gone out into the real world and just explored it by herself. It would have been terrifying. But she would have been curious at the same time because she didn't know about it. Um, and then for Oliver, it was um, he was lower class. He was low class because um, he was poor. He was an orphan. You know, he was a tiny boy um, bouncing around from workhouses. And these workhouses in real life were basically places where it was a Petri dish for disease. Um, the working conditions were just terrible, like extremely dangerous. Um, the food was very limited, so they didn't really get to eat much. They were starving, basically. It was just bad. The workhouses were just terrible. And Oliver was living in them. So, to tie the two together, it was both Victorian Britain. So, um, Victoria became queen. I want to say Oliver was, no. Yeah, Victoria was queen. Both of these books got written. Um, the poor laws were already in place because they were in place before she became queen. Um, but she had the opportunity to shut it down, but she ignored the poor laws because it was a social issue, not a political one. Um, people were dying. And the only way that these things changed, the only way that workhouses came to an end was because it was discovered that inside of the workhouses, people were eating other people. Like it had gotten so bad that people were eating rotten flesh from bones of animals and if i'm not mistaken now i could be wrong about the people eating people part but if i'm not mistaken i read somewhere that people were actually eating other people who had died because they were starving so bad and for me it just kind of feels like if you're a queen who wants everybody to love you um wouldn't you focus on the social issues like that like those are social issues that you you would think should be focused on a bit more and see <clears throat> these workhouses were a result of um people not wanting to uh, the richer people the wealthier people the upper class people not wanting to support the poor people of Britain <clears throat> and it got into the point where the upper class people just didn't want to help out. So basically, um, welfare, they didn't want to do it anymore. So they said, OK, let's make these people work for. You know, the things they get. So they put them in workhouses in the worst conditions and made them work for it. people were getting limbs cut off. People were dying from diseases. People were eating rotten meat. It was terrible. And Oliver, he was born basically in a workhouse. So he had no chance. He was. His family. <clears throat> his family was. Was wealthy. But Oliver and his mother were not. So in the end of the book, he finds his family. Well, his family finds him. And so he's he's fine at that point, but he's already been through all of this, you know, before he turns 12. 
He's already been through all of this before he's even old enough to go to middle school. Alice, um, my assumption is that she's older. I want to say she's older than Oliver. I think Oliver was 10 and I think Alice was 12. I think those were the ages. Um, <clears throat> if I'm not mistaken, Alice might not have had an age in the book, but I think that was, I don't know where I heard that or read that, but I feel like 12 is the age. So yeah, that was, a, it was a stark difference between the two books because Alice was not only upper middle class, she was a female back then and Oliver was a male. So, you know, different expectations. Um, and it also in Wonderland, people, the, the, the creatures, I would say, were shocked that Alice had the gumption to speak up for herself and talk back and, you know, be educated because Queen Victoria was not a big proponent of education for women. She didn't think that women needed to go to school. She did not care for women to go to school. She was more focused on other things. Like she was, she was thinking, why does, why do women need to go to school? So, you know, because they're supposed to be at home taking care of family, blah, blah, blah. But she's the queen. And she's thinking this. You know, you think of that. The queen is thinking like a misogynistic man. Like, it doesn't make any sense. But my wife has told me that I shouldn't be on the podcast doing political things. So, you know, that was one of the rules. I can't do, we can't do politics on the podcast. Um, but that's, it was just a part of, um, those two stories, like the, the, the background of those two stories and the, the authors. Um, and so in conclusion, I think I would say that Alice in, Alice's Adventures in Wonderland is definitely a read that you should have. However, I feel like if you're going to read the book, you should also do a little bit of research on the times of Britain that the book is based off of so that you really understand the satire in the story. That's my suggestion. You don't have to do it, of course. I'm not I'm not your teacher, but I'm, that's, I'm suggesting it to you. It was a lot. It was a lot better of a read, in my opinion, to read it, knowing that there was satire and it was like based off of real life Britain. Queen Victoria's Britain. It's just my opinion. OK, so I hope you guys enjoyed this episode. I don't know when we plan to do a new episode. My wife and I together. But. um, Hopefully soon. Sorry about all the mouth noise. I don't know. I'm, I'm just very comfortable now. I don't know. I think we've had enough episodes for me to get comfortable. So now I've started doing weird things. I'm sorry. <laughs> um, I don't know when we plan to do another episode, but I know that she's itching to do one. We just have to have the time to um, get our thoughts together and get things down on paper and sit down and record. And it usually takes us about an hour to record an episode, even if the episode doesn't take an hour. 
So we have to have that free hour to do that. Um, and it's taken a while. As you can see, this is my first episode since February. The last episode I posted was in February. February. It's been a long time. It's been over two months. It's been almost two and a half months. And again, I apologize for that. Um, I have two podcasts myself that I do. So they're not book related. So I'm not going to share it here because, again, I was asked by my wife to keep this strictly bookish impulses. So we keep it everything in house right here. OK, um, I'm trying to think if there's a plan or something that we need to tell you about. We were considering doing the, a YouTube channel. I don't know if we're going to do that anymore. I don't think we're going to do that anymore. Because we have other plans. And like I said, we don't really have time. <laughs> uh, we got to find time to do the podcast because we love doing the podcast. Like that's 100 percent a love for both of us. Um, but YouTube is only really a love for myself. So we may not get to that. But the podcast, I promise you, will pick back up and we will continue to drop episodes. Um, and yeah, should be fun. That's pretty much all I have. Um, now I'm going to see if I can remember what my wife's um, Litzy, Twitter, Instagram, and all those things are. Either way, if I don't get them right here in the episode, um, I will put them down in the description so you can just copy and paste it. Um, so... You can follow me on Litzy, Instagram, and Twitter at Kenneth Tolls Jr. That's why I am on everything. Um, and you can follow my wife on Litzy at the Book Addict. Let me let me let me let me really look real quick because I don't want to tell you wrong, especially not about our Litzy. Um, yes, yes, I got it right. Okay. You can follow my wife on Litzy at the book addict. So it's the book addict. Um, and then on Instagram, she doesn't really post on Instagram. Honestly, she used to, but she doesn't really post that much anymore. Um, but she would be on Instagram. I'm the book addict. So I am the book addict. And then on Twitter would be the same thing. I'm the book addict. Mm, let me check and make sure you guys are sitting through a struggle bug city episode of bookish impulses right now. <laughs> I'm sorry. Okay. I promise I, it won't be like this again. Yes. On Twitter. I'm the book addict. So I remembered all of her stuff. That's awesome. I remembered it all. I'm the book addict. Okay. And here's something new for you guys. If you would like to say something for one of our podcast episodes, I have an easier solution to all of our problems. Okay. All you got to do is send an audio message to our 
business email address. Bookishimpulses at gmail.com. Super simple. Just go in there. Um, you can use a recorder on your phone and then hit share. Send it in an email um, to bookishimpulses at gmail.com. And we can get you in the episode. So if you want to say something in our next episode, we can put you in the episode. If you go on Twitter and hit us up um, at Bookish Impulses, because I'm pretty sure my wife runs that account right now. Um, you can hit us up there in the DMs. You can hit us up on a tweet. You can uh, just, you know, anything. And you can say, well, I want to put this in your episode, but can you say it instead of me? Um, and you could just, we could just give your name a shout out at the end of what you said. That'd be fine too. That's perfectly fine. You can do that same thing on Instagram. Um, just hit me or my wife up on Instagram. Cause I don't, we don't have an Instagram account because we didn't really see a need for an Instagram account for this, for this business. Um, or on Litzy, you know, you see one of us post on Litzy. You can always come through and drop off a message on one of our posts on Litzy. It's totally fine. And if you and if you have the Anchor app, A-N-C-H-O-R, it's an app in the Google Play Store and the Apple Store. You can go in there, download the app. A lot of podcasts to listen to. Our podcast is being hosted by Anchor. So you can very easily go in there, find us, and then record a message in the app directly. And it'll automatically be with us. So then we'll have it for the next episode. It'll be super simple, super quick if you do it through the app. The app is the easiest way by far. Um, but the email is easy. Twitter, you know, all those things are easy. We try to make things easy for you guys so you can communicate with us and so we can have more content for you. Because eventually, you know, even though we read every week, like we have something new that we're looking at. We want to have different types of types of conversations, not just necessarily about a book, you know, just just talking about a specific book or just talking about, you know, our favorite reads from a certain time or, or something like that. Yeah, we love doing those. We love doing those episodes. We do. But we would also like to have conversations about books, you know, about like um, like the one I just had, you know, like how does Oliver Twist and Alice in Wonderland um, connect and like what are they really about and you know that kind of thing it'd be nice to just um branch out to you guys and see what you want to hear that's basically what what i'm trying to say we want to know what you want to hear and we want to hear your voices we want to hear you have an opinion on stuff that we talk about you know what i'm saying we could always do a podcast episode and then we could do a follow-up episode if you guys would send in audio or tweets messages emails whatever you can send us a regular email. It doesn't have to be an audio. You can send us a regular message in text. It doesn't have to be audio. Um, and we can incorporate it into a, like a follow-up episode to a, to a past episode. It's, it would, we would love that. That would be awesome. That would be awesome. I'm all in for it. Okay. So, yeah, that's all I got. This episode has gone over 30 minutes. It's very surprising because I didn't think I was going to make it past 20. But I had to share all that information with you at the end there. Um, I'm sorry for all the times I had to clear my my voice. I had to uh, pause. I had to look up something. I'm, I apologize. 
I just really wanted to talk to you guys today. And um, I was hoping that, you know, I could get through without stumbling, fumbling and bumbling. But I I did a little bit of that. OK, I'm sorry. But yeah, um, see you next time in the next episode and take care. Um, and what's that last thing we say? Keep calm and read on.